Ben, this is Podventure Time, but we're doing a special episode, number 31.5, because yeah, you right. went back and re-watched a couple of the episodes that we did for uh, last week. Yeah, that's right. In a, uh, I think, a My Adventure Time career, in the first time in history, I'm re-watching an episode. That is, uh, that's notable. I re-watched, I, I think, well, I, I, I have not seen, I think, uh, all of the episodes in season 10 twice but every other episode i think i've seen at least twice well you know i'm getting there so yeah the reason we rewatched is because when we chatted last um we discussed a few things that were happening in the background uh of some of the especially the dream sequences that were occurring in the episodes we watched and there were some interesting details that you were saying were happening there that i hadn't really noticed on my first viewing and so I thought it would be I was I was intrigued. You you piqued my interest, so I decided I'd go ahead and rewatch it just to see what yeah, what'd you pick up? What I learned. So um we're talking about the episode where um Finn and Jake go into Marceline's dream state and are traveling through her mind, ostensibly. Um her memories yes. that are that is. And the first place they visit is Marceline as a little girl. And the background of where she was living, you said, was be would be notable. And so here's what I saw, and maybe you can help me interpret it, but um, I think I originally described it maybe a little bit biased. Um, I kind of just saw, like, dirty ramshackle, and I kind of described it as, I think I remember it being a, like, a trailer park, which trailer parks don't have to be ramshackle. They can be just fine. Um, so... On rewatching, I realized it was not a trailer park. It was not anything like that. It was a, it was the ruins of a city, of some kind. Yeah. What do you think? And a neighborhood in particular. The, the, the sort of in the far background, there was like smoldering, smoking ruins of uh, a major metropolis kind of looking place with at least semi-tall buildings. And then where Marceline was sitting was like a neighborhood that she was sitting basically on like the front steps of a kind of a bombed out house. And in the background behind her was like a, a tank that was just sort of like rusting away basically. So, mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, combining what I learned with the Lich episode, the Lich King, right. Um, and how they were in the subways of, of New York in that episode, I mean, I have to imagine that this is yet the, another remnant of some cataclysm that occurred. And by judging by the tank present, uh, a military cataclysm, a military war that happened that, that ruined this city and left it a smoking husk. So, hmm. so I mean, like, <laughs> you just... You just the whole time you're just gonna make hmm and excellent noises. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> Say more about that. Like you're my therapist. And how does that <laughs> how does that make you feel? Tell uh, me about cataclysm. Uh-huh. Why do you use that word? What <laughs> So I mean I have to draw the conclusion. I think I said when I learned in the Lich King episode, I said something to the effect of like, is this a Planet of the Apes scenario? And by that mm-hmm. I meant by that I meant some sort of man-made brought about brought man brought about their own destruction kind of thing and uh atomic war would be the go-to 
I think, in that scenario. And so this appears to either confirm or at least strengthen my understanding that there was a atomic war on Earth because this is we've this is Earth. Uh, we've we've established that, and Marceline is living in a city remnant, essentially. After the war, and I don't know. I mean, I, I that's what I take from it. That's like pretty broad strokes, though. Like I don't know how Marceline got there. I don't know how she became a vampire. I don't even know if she is a vampire at that age or not. Yeah. So lots of questions still, but uh, you're right that uh, paying attention to the background is important. Yeah, I, I've really started to notice, actually, as I've been watching some of these episodes, that there are a lot of little kind of throwaways, uh, whether it's in the background or a line here or there, that, that offer some clues. And you don't know that they're clues until you know what they're getting at. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, do, I do urge you to watch carefully going forward just to see if you can make any connections. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, if, if anyone else watched along, if they rewatched along with me, um, if you drew any other other conclusions that I didn't draw, um, then I'd be happy to hear about it on on the onlines, on the social media mediums. Yeah, I am. I'm curious, actually, uh, how many folks are watching these episodes for the first time before they listen to our show, and how many of our regular listeners or dabblers are uh, big Adventure Time fans. I think that it probably, just like your experience of watching Adventure Time, has been very different from mine as we've gone through the the show so far. I think it's got to be a totally different experience to listen to this show as an experienced Adventure Time watcher, as opposed to someone who's having your experience of watching all these for the first time. Yeah, I have to imagine. And I would love to hear about any of those experiences. Um, it'd be cool to know how how people are reacting um, or if you're skipping ahead, if you're if if you started out watching with us and ended up like not waiting for us to to uh, to watch two Got at a time, in you. Um, autoplay. Yeah, yeah. If 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 Pat's persuasive melodic voice, melodious sounding voice, has convinced you much faster than me to watch more of these episodes, uh, that'd be cool to know too. Or if you just like the show, I I doubt that it has much to do with my melodic voice. I think it's pretty much 100% your <laughs> melodious voice. Um, the the other thing that we were that I was rewatching was um, was part of the same episode, um, but it was the point in the episode where we dive into Finn's memories and we get um, Finn's mep- Finn's rem- memories are represented by sort of an infinite hallway in a in a yeah. house. And uh, we get a cool opening memory of Baby Finn singing and dancing like a champ. But you asked me if I had looked at the walls in this house because Finn um, identifies it as his old house where he and Jake grew up, or at least where he grew up. And uh, you said, take a look at the walls. So I did. Yeah, so why would you uh why would you say where he and Jake grew up? Uh so I said that probably because of what I saw on the walls, but also mm. but also I I realized like they had alluded to this in the past, um but we'll get there. Um so what I saw on the wall where uh where Finn is living as a baby is 
<laughs> adult dog people. I don't know. Like it looks like they're they're, they're like people who look like they're fin. In, they look like Jake, and but they yeah. but they are wearing like fedoras and pearl necklaces to I think assert that they are adults in some capacity parents mm-hmm. um so they they ostensibly look uh, as far as i can tell they're jake's parents or at least relatives of jake and so that means that finn is saying he grew up in a house with um with jake's parents and that he yeah. and he is not a dog so he is an adopted son of jake's parents basically this whole bro thing just keeps getting realer and realer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so a couple of things. One, I realized that they did sort of allude to this, although it felt like a joke in the in the episode, in the um, Memories of Boom Boom Mountain episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the story of Finn making a boom boom and, right. cr- and crying in the woods. He is found by um, two adult... And like mid mid Atlantic accent yes. speaking uh, dogs, dog adults, dog people, and so that I guess is where they found him, and that is where the adoption occurred. And it was sort of like it felt like a joke at that time, frankly. But now they're fleshing it out as more like, no, that's what happened. Um, he was then raised by Jake's family. Yeah, we're we're making more and more connections between episodes and building Finn's backstory, I think. Yeah, and I think it fits nicely. I mean, I think the metaverse, I think that fits nicely. Like, uh, now, I, now I have to decide whether I add to the metaverse whether or not Finn is a adopted brother of Jake or not. Because to this point, I had just said, yeah, they have the same mom and dad. Um but they are an adopted if should i add is he an adopted member of the family and i think i might have to i think i might have to and the other thing that i'm thinking about is now marceline in the metaverse because we had, i had sort of established that that's a sister figure that is um is being represented by marceline in the uh purported dreamscape and so now I'm thinking, I'm thinking out loud. I don't know if I've decided or not, but is, is it a foster home scenario? Meaning, oh yeah, are they all, maybe, maybe Jake is a biological child of these two parents, but was Marceline also adopted in some way? Because was she also part of this foster family? And then she's of course still older and that could be that could that could do uh that could fit in nicely with how the biological father complicates her relationship i think i can work this out i don't know if i like it yet or not i just think that it's possible so what i have to think about in the metaverse is whether or not i need to incorporate Finn being the adoptive son or the adoptive brother of Jake in the quote unquote real world. Right? Like, because that's how he's now, that's how he's representing himself. If this is indeed a dream, he is representing himself as the adopted brother of Jake, the dog. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe that he just feels out of place in his family though? 
It could be that. Yeah. So I'm thinking out loud and I don't know if I've decided what I'm going to do here, but it could be that he just feels a, uh, like an outsider, like you said, or it could be that he literally is an adopted member of the family. But what I think that also is interesting is that that might have implications for Marceline's role in the quote real world. Sure. Because then I think, is this family a foster family? So like maybe Jake is a biological child of these parents, but then maybe Finn is an adopted son and maybe uh, Marceline was all, is also part of this foster family um, is an adopted daughter who's older still, of course, but, and has left the house, but that would also fit nicely with how her biological dad complicates a lot of her life and relationships. Absolutely. I was thinking the exact same thing. So it fits nicely. I think that, I think there's a lot of nice things that could be that I want to talk think about here, but I don't know if I've decided yet, but I think that that is a nice, uh, a nice development. I think that would be a nice build of like what, what this all represents in the dreamscape. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like the fact that you're having to work at the dreamscape. I think that all of these details that we're collecting, uh, you've done a great job of fitting them into the metaverse. And, um, but I also really like that we've got all these details so that you have uh, a little bit of work to do and some thinking to do. I, I love that. Yeah, uh, I do too. I think that's cool. Um, so uh, totally, I think re it was worth the rewatch. Great. To, to see all these things. And, I, and we don't have to spend much more time with it. This, this is going to be a short episode anyway. But, um, but yeah, so I think uh, I hope those out there who did the rewatch with me found some extra nuggets like I did. And for those who had already seen it, I hope you maybe feel like maybe I've got it now. Uh, if I wasn't <laughs> like if they were, if you were sitting shouting at your uh, podcast player before, like, no, you idiot. It's not this, it's this. Uh, maybe now I'm a little closer to this. All right. Well, we uh, we're curious what you all think out there. So we're going to get out of here real quick, but hit us up on Twitter at PodVentureTime. You can head over to our Facebook group. Uh, thank you to Will Yates, like always. And this uh, has been a very short episode of PodVenture Time. And like always, I've been Pat. I've been Ben. See you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>